I'm Lizzie. And I'm Izzy, and we need help. Each week we stumble through a new book, method, or concept that brings us one step closer to being our best self. Yes, we make fun of ourselves. And others. But mostly just ourselves. So here's to not taking self-help quite so seriously. Welcome to the afterbirth, the afterbirth, the afterbirth. Welcome to the afterbirth. (laughs) (laughs) Holy shit. How do you follow with that? (laughs) Welcome to the afterbirth, the afterbirth, the afterbirth. Welcome to the afterbirth, the afterbirth, the afterbirth, the afterbirth. Welcome to my favorite part of our show when we're wrong and we don't give a beep. (laughs) I do this all sober, aren't you? Like, I'm concerned, but that's fine. (laughs) Yeah. You have your therapy session after this afterbirth, right? Yes, exactly. (laughs) Let's talk about how much freaking afterbirth we have. A lot. We have a ton of afterbirth, and we're doing the afterbirth for our episode, Very Unhealthy Boundaries. Very (laughs) Um, Unhealthy by Chase Hill. Chase Hill wrote a book called Healthy Boundaries, and we tried to find stuff on Chase. We couldn't even find his Instagram. Chase Hill, I'm pissed. Author Chase Hill. Not, not, I'm not mad at model Chase Hill. Model Chase Hill can't get mad at that face. No, you cannot get mad at that face. And he's got tons of stuff on him that he didn't write. Mm. He had like Vogue wrote up a, a, something Ooh. about the the uh, model Chase Hill. Now that I know his age, I'm going to quit calling him the hot Chase Hill. How old is he? He's I mean, I, th- I, I don't really know exactly. But like in 06, he was 17. So I feel like it's a little I mean, hmm. he's legal. <laughs> so I mean <laughs> barely. I still I don't I still don't feel good with it. Okay. Are you not into younger guys? I like my men to be a little bit older. Hmm. Like your I cheese. Like, a man. like I like a man. Yeah. I don't want like I don't want to have to f- teach you too much. Yeah. How are you? Like, are you going to go Madonna at some point after Machek dies? Probably. (laughs) I am going to need somebody to do stuff around the house at some point. Like, (laughs) but uh, Chase Hill, the model, he's got two older supermodel sisters, Taylor and McKinley Hill. The whole model family. They're a whole model family, and the the mom's hot. The I think she used to be a model. The dad's adorable. Like, I mean, I might go for the dad. <laughs> Is he a dilf? What <laughs> <laughs> sounds terrible? Like milf sounds good. Dilf. Uh, yeah. Like, well, I don't even like milf. I don't think it dilf sounds, sounds that like good. a queef that went wrong. You know, it's a dilf. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like a fart yeah. through a hemorrhoid. Yeah. They were born and bred in Colorado. He likes to go snowboarding a lot. God, I knew that kid in high school. I just, 
It was the heartbreaking the kid that broke hearts, you know? Yeah. He's a heartbreaker and a half because he's like connected. He's like a photographer. He didn't want to go into modeling. Uh, got picked up by Dolce and Gabbana. He's adorable. Okay. I we're going to have to. And here's the deal. Yeah. We can't find anything about the author, Chase Hill. Yeah, that's why we're ranting on and on about the model, Chase Hill, because we could not find diddly squat about the author. How do you not have a website if you're writing why books? Is- so I think we've, we, we've come to the conclusion that Chase Hill, the author, is a bot. It's not even a real person writing these. It's a bot. I would like to challenge him to reach out to us because, like, we don't believe you're real. Or, or he's just writing under that name. I think that like, it's not like, that's not his real name. It's a pseudonym. Okay. Maybe. I just was. Is that what that I, word means? Yeah. I was ear. <laughs> okay. Isn't that fancy? It's a fancy word for fake name. And I was annoyed because supposedly he's a coach and I'm like, why, why wouldn't you have a website? Like you can find him. If you, I don't care what you want. Like if you want to be coached by Chase Hill, sorry, you can't find anything about him. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Like, is it an under, is it an Illuminati thing? Cause you know, I love that. I want to be a part of the Illuminati. Can somebody reach out to me? I want to be a part of the Illuminati and I want to be a vampire. Okay. (laughs) <laughs> you receive a phone call from Chase Hill later tonight. <laughs> yeah. All right. What else okay. you got? I got the origin and meeting of Helga. Helga was Ooh. the the only Polish name that I could think of when I was trying to give your ex-boyfriend's mom a name that wasn't hers, but I didn't yeah. know any Polish names. You know what? what's a really popular Polish name? Agnieszka, which is Agnes. And I had a friend, Preston, shout out to Preston, who would, he came to Poland once and this was when he was still single and he was going to the bars and he was just going, Agnieszka. And like half the women he approached were like, yes. Oh my God. I (laughs) love it. He actually thought Agnieszka was the Polish word for woman. (laughs) Because there was so many (laughs) Agnieszkas. (laughs) Yeah, that was funny. Well, Hilka's not a Polish name at all. It's a Scandinavian name, and it means holy blessed. Ooh, I like that. I think that's like double holy down. Blessed. Holy but it's like, and blessed. But, but you're holy. Helga. It's a traditional Nordic name. Hmm. It was popular throughout Scandinavia in the 19th century and early early 20th century. In German, it was the top 10 pick from 1924 to 1943, and it still ranks in the Icelandic top 50 today. Yeah. I would like to put a stop to all Helgas. <laughs> like, that is a tough name to carry throughout, I believe. Yeah. It's not known for... It's not, it's just not, it doesn't, when you think Helga, you think like tough, like hard, like potato pick and ham. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you grab onto her if there's a hurricane. Yeah. Yeah. Helga will not, she's not moving. Helga's not going to go anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What you got beyond Helga? Um, I've got the top 10 Polish names. Which 
Let's see if you can pronounce and, them. Okay. And Tony, that's the girl. That's okay, a I'm boy. Gonna, that's, did I say girl's name? <laughs> I've got boys. Name. I've got both. I've got the okay. top one is Anthony. Anthony. And the, and the top girl, Zuzana. From what year? Is this like 2021? Yeah. Really? Okay. Yeah. Uh, two is Jew. I'm sorry. These kind of, Julia and Jan. Jan. Jan is Jan. a boy's name. Jan. They're bringing yeah. it back. Jan is John. Yeah. I like they're bringing, Jan. They're bringing back Jan. Yeah. There's Zovia. Sophia. Zofia. Zofia. Mm-hmm. Alexander. Mm-hmm. Hannah, which I'm guessing is spell is sounds different. It's Hannah. actually Hannah. 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 And it's but there's a lot of Hannas. Yeah. Hanya. Hannah. Hanya. Jacob. Jakub. Jakub. Okay. Maja. And then I'm gonna fuck this one up. Franciszek. Franciszek. Hmm, okay. Franciszek. We should have like a Polish section where I try to pronounce <laughs> But yeah, so now I know some Polish names. So I'm sorry if it offends anybody named Helga that I called you Polish or any of the Polish people that you thought your name, that I thought Helga was Polish. Because obviously being Polish and being named Helga is equally offensive. <laughs> I wonder if there's any Polish Helgas. You, okay, you move on to the next half of birth. I'm going to see if there are any Polish Helgas. Okay. Uh, apparently kicking someone in the cunt does not count as laying a boundary. <laughs> Where did you find that misinformation? <laughs> it's apparently assault, just so you know. So if you are starting to get comfortable with laying down boundaries... May I not suggest taking a whack at somebody's vagina with your okay. foot? Okay. Uh, there was a bit, this I got really into, um, a, why are kids picky eaters and why you shouldn't force your kids to eat food? Okay. Let me hear this one. Okay. Other children develop picky eating habits by modeling their parents' fussy eating habits. Picky eating habits are more likely to develop when parents punish, bribe, or reward their children's eating behaviors. The goal for feeding a picky eater should be to try new foods and to keep food from starting a battle. Did you know that some people are more genetically, have, have a genetically based heightened sensitivity to bitterness? Oh, I didn't know that. No. I had no idea. But you can like bribing your children or punishing can be like can be words like finish your plate, three more bites, eat all of your dinner. You have to eat all your dinner before you can get down from the table. Um, if you eat your dinner, you get dessert. Ah, um, okay. Don't Did ever do four bites of peas and two of chicken, and you can leave. Like you should never. I never. Do I never. Re responded to that as a child. No. And I never used that with Scarlett because I don't like to talk to her. Like she's a fucking idiot. What I, I read somewhere, or maybe I saw this somewhere that it's good. Like if your kid's a picky eater, just to have several small dishes 
of different types of food on the table and then they can pick what they want to eat. Did you? I I think as long as you don't make meatballs about it, like if you don't, if you don't make a thing about it, like Scarlett's like the way I always looked at it with Scar was okay. Sometimes I don't want to eat green beans. So the fact that she doesn't want to eat them today on this very Tuesday is fine with me. Like maybe she's just not in the mood for, for, but I, I did, I went down the rabbit hole and it causes obesity. It causes a really bad re- uh, relationship with food. It, I mean, it went on and on about uh, just how terrible it is for your children to force them to eat. Did you have an eating disorder ever? No, I always mm. wanted one. I tried. Mm. <laughs> really tried hard, but... I I wanted one, and mm-hmm. frankly, I'd like to take one on now. <laughs> Which one? Um, well, I love to eat, so I could never do anorexia, but I could do bulimia, maybe. Yeah, it's a it's a fun one, but it's a horrible. Did you have bulimia? I I had spurts of bulimia, so I I never had to be hospitalized. It just I just got over it. Um, but I had oh. like two months here. I had a, I had six months once. Really? Um, it's, but it's a horrible disease. It's a, it's a horrible, horrible yeah. disease. Yeah. Like I joke about it, but, uh, my cousin had anorexia. It's terrible. Mm. And what it does to the body is just uh, like, we need to obviously need the afterbirth of the afterbirth, but like we need to post, uh, you know, uh, place that people can get help when we, mm-hmm. when we, when we place this after birth, because it is like, it's one of the worst things you can, I, because I've looked in the mirror and yeah. been, and felt bad about my body before. Yeah. And it didn't change from yesterday when I felt good about it. So like it is in the mind, how we yeah. feel about ourselves. So you went six months. Did you actually like, did you get any teeth damage from that? Mm-mm. I was very like, it was, it's weird, but I was a very like careful bulimic. Like I would like, I, I bought like this probiotic or something that I would rinse with just so that to neutralize the acids. Like I was like very, very weird with. Well, it doesn't shock it. me that you were like a better bulimic <laughs> at all. I mean, you were like an amazing drug addict. I uh, yeah, I'm like, I'm the best bulimic ever. <laughs> you don't shock me at all with your yeah. constant, constant perfectionism. Yeah. <laughs> oh, by the way, I found a Polish Helga. So her, her name, she was a Polish speed skater. Named oh. Helga Haas, uh, but she was born Helga Obszarzyński, and she was born in Gdańsk, which is uh, Danzig, uh, which is a city on the Polish seaside. And she, she, but she died in Germany. Um, and her, she married her coach, her speed skating coach. His name was Helmut Haas. So Helmut and Helga Haas. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I love get, it too. I, if I ever have like a pack of dogs, that's what I'm going to name. I'm going to Helga and Haas. Hel- Helmut and Helga Haas, my dogs. Yeah. What do you think their children were named? Let me see if they have any 
children here. Just talks about her. Oh, no, she had a grandson, so she must have had children. Well, I mean, she was, was she Olympic? Maybe she skipped. She was Olympic. (laughs) She was Olympic. (laughs) Yeah, but they don't, they don't say about her personal life, just her career. So. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, there we go. Well, thank you, Helga, for your speed skating excitement. (laughs) You know, um, it would serve to like marry your coach though. You're always together. How much older was he? Does it say? Let me look. I I don't know if it would be a good idea to marry your coach. Yeah, maybe not. Okay, let's move on just because Helga is, I mean, we could, we could really get in on Helga. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we talked about if there was ever a heyday in Poland, and I think you're in it. What? Yeah, I think you're in it. In 1989... Uh, since 1989, it has it has increased its GDP per capita by almost 150 percent, more than any other country on the continent. In PPP terms, purchase power parity terms, Poland's GDP per capita grew even faster from USD uh, 10,300 in 1990 to more than 28,000 in 19 or in 2018. Yeah, that's because we went from communist, uh, um, you know, to capitalist. So it's that, you know, that's why. But um, I I don't know if it's the hate. I suppose. Okay. Poles are wealthiest now than they've ever been. That is true. But I don't know as far as the when I'm thinking heyday, I'm thinking atmosphere, you know, parties in the streets, like fun, you know, so. Yeah. In the 16th century, they did the. Um, golden age, just like everyone else. Yeah. But I think it, when I think of heyday, I think of people having more money. Oh, okay. I think of people having more fun. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, I think when you have a little more money, you can have more fun. <laughs> Not in Poland. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right. Okay. Um, what else we got? Even more interesting subject, the oyster dressing. That we talked about because oh, yeah. my dad told me to eat more and I would grow more breasts. It's, uh, and you're like, <laughs> <laughs> you grow more breasts. Which I guess from like an outsider's point of view kind of looks like bad parenting. <laughs> I guess. I'm not here to judge my dad. Yeah. But He's the- every episode. <laughs> <laughs> every episode. He just like made more of surface mistakes when it comes to parenting. I think I don't think he made any mistakes. I think <laughs> look at you. I mean, obviously, I'm a masterpiece. But uh, the oyster dressing history, the traditional or the tradition of oyster dressing, was brought over from the British colonists that settled in America. In Britain, oysters were added to stuffing that was more traditionally used in fowl, chicken, fish, calves head, leg of mutton, hares, rabbits, and pigs. So I don't understand this mixing of oysters with meat. I don't I don't quite don't you keep seafood and meat separate? I think that's a Jewish thing, isn't it? My ignorance just overwhelms me sometimes, yeah. but 
Can you look that up real quick? And yeah. I'll, while I tell you about prostitutes not liking to kiss on the mouth. And yeah, yeah, go for it. Okay, so we had uh, went ahead, and I'm sure if you're a listener, you we had offered or maybe like threatened to hire a prostitute and see if she would kiss us. We did not, in fact, hire a prostitute. <laughs> uh, that being said, I did do some research. This has been studied in detail for generations all around the world. Prostitutes don't kiss Johns when surveyed. They said it's to avoid attachment and emotional entanglement. Latinastyle.com went all into it because of the Pretty Woman movie. Uh, to find out what led to the abandonment of widespread oral sex. They, I think, uh, analysts of the uh, website interviewed more than 100 girls. It turned out that the ban was caused by the following reasons. Physical rejection, concerned about their health. Physical rejection, meaning like vomiting? Like they're, um, well, like. Uh, men having bad breath, mm. just like they, like they, they were physically, yeah, yeah, rejected by it. Uh, improper hygiene. Um, basically, uh, they were obviously did not want any trans to get like a common cold. <laughs> <laughs> I get that with COVID now, like it's changed you know, the day. I'm sure it's changed the. The dating scene. I'm, like, there's going to be I'm, studies with that. Honestly, I wonder if prostitutes are actually losing money because of COVID. Huh. I bet they are. I'm Googling that real quick. Um, yeah, seafood and meat can go together. I mean, surf and turf, paella, that's all. Um, but that's a, that's not a Jewish thing. Those aren't Jewish dishes. No, no, no. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> we we can do a whole we we'll, we'll do a food episode and we'll talk about kosher. Oh, we uh, are going to do a food book one of these days soon. I'm excited. Yeah. Um but oddly enough, uh a third of prostitutes put personal meeting and unwillingness to kiss the customer. According to them, kissing kisses with loved ones give genuine pleasure. So girls hmm. leave this part of erotic context for relatives and friends. That's like a perk of being, of knowing them maybe. Mm. Yeah. And clients are work. Yeah. The clients are work. So I, would you, if you were a prostitute, would you kiss? Depends on the dude. I think. <laughs> uh, I'm not a prostitute and I don't kiss. I <laughs> just, um yeah i don't think i would kiss i don't want to be face to face if i were a prostitute i'd only do doggy style okay (laughs) 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 which leads me yeah oh go ahead no that, that prostitution has dropped um and the prices for uh, sex work has also dropped up to 30%. Wow. I would think it would gone, had gone up. Yeah. For some reason it's dropped. Well, they should know that people's traveling, you know, budget yeah. is, is for the taking. Yeah. 
because people can't travel, people can't go out concerts. That all can be sex money. Yep. So speaking of doggy style, you wanted to know if there was a loggy style or a cloggy style. <laughs> <laughs> and there is in fact no loggy style, but there is a cloggy style. There's and a I want to say it I feel very dirty reading it. A seemingly frustrating sexual position okay. involving constipation due to too much doggy style and froggy style and any other auggy style for that matter. One of one or both partners can partners can constipated with usually a combination between feces and cum. This may also involve <laughs> yeah, sick sex where one or both partners is congested in the nasal area. But instead of shit and cum, it can be a combo of snot and cum. Heavy breathing is almost infinite, indefinite when it comes to cloggy style as the horny couple tries to catch the breath by mouth breathing. That's, I... You're welcome. I know. <laughs> We should give a warning before this afterbirth, like <laughs> people don't listen to this while eating a meal, for example. Well, I mean, if you're listening to this on your lunch hour. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, we're really sorry. Blanket apology. Uh, so I was thinking cloggy style would be like with clogs, but not clogged. Not, yeah, like, like a cloggy, Pennsylvania like, Dutch. Right, like I'm clogged, like my nose is stuffed, let's go. Yeah, I thought like the Pennsylvania Dutch were doing it in like their clogs, their wood wooden shoes with like that one kind of Pennsylvania Dutch blue color. Yeah. On. Yeah. Like yeah. A... They had oh, like and I had like a poly girl going. Yeah. Like a Saint Polly girl like look. Yeah. That's my cloggy style. Like I would like I would do the braids. I would do like you know, kind of like an embroidered dress. Yeah, but but not like my nose is stuffed. No, I I got no. a sinus infection. Like, let's go. And like, why? Like, shit and cum. I, no. Uh, no, I had clogs on. I was adorable when thinking of this. That was my like cloggy style. And then loggy style. I'm thinking of like loggers, like. Yeah, like you're, you have flannel on at that point. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's yeah. cool. Yeah, I'm definitely climbing a tree in it. Yeah. Like or yeah. like that that log ride at Great America. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh. At the end of it, you get sprayed in the face. <laughs> yeah. And you're uncomfortable for the rest of the day. I'm slightly scared. <laughs> Yeah, that's awesome. And, and they take a picture of you at the end of it. You look terrified. <laughs> okay, that's so we just invented <laughs> that's loggy style. Okay. Oh, oh my God. Any other? Okay, so, any yes, yes. One there's more, more thing. Like, okay. Yes, there's one more thing. This is the world's longest afterbirth. Okay, so was I in fact catfishing women when I signed my dad up for Match.com and then went on to wink at the women? Yeah. Here's catfishing. Catfishing yeah. is a deceptive activity where a person creates a fictional mm. persona 
or fake identity on a social networking service, usually targeting a specific victim. Okay. I want to say that it kind of sounds like I might have been catfishing. I, uh, I don't know because it was, it was a real persona. It was, it was, it was and I knew him like the back of my hand. I, I don't and know I didn't go on the date. That right. would have been weird. That, yeah, that would have been weird. So I, I don't think you were. And I think you were not I was just fishing. Good. Yeah, not catfishing, just regular fishing. Uh, regular fishing. I was catching for a for someone else for a good cause. For a good cause, and it, okay, it didn't work out. But did people have fun? Maybe. <laughs> did they not have fun? Maybe. <laughs> Did they get a meal out of the deal? Absolutely. My dad has mad jokes. He, You're welcome, he does? ladies. Oh, he has mad jokes. He tell jokes. My dad's so funny. I gotta yeah. meet your dad. I gotta meet. He's dad. so funny because he is constantly ripping on himself. Yeah, like he is the most. He's like he has this saying. I don't know who said it. I'm just. Uh, he said, "I learned to laugh at myself, and I caught you laughing too." Ah, I love that. And I just like, I, I love like that. Yeah, me too. I got to meet dad. Yeah, you do. He's a rip. I've got to call him back. I'm such a loser. I like, I told him, Hey dad, let me get out of here. I'll call you back. That was three days ago. <laughs> <laughs> call like, your dad. Call dad. I'm calling dad. That's all I've got. Do you have all anything right. for me? Do you I have don't. anything for me? It was, this was all you girl. You're after birth. This was a hell of an afterbirth. It was, it was a, it was, it was like a second birth. It was not even an afterbirth. It was like a hidden baby. There was a hidden baby behind the one baby. Like the other one came, oh. Oh, holy shit. That's another afterbirth. Oh, man. That's a head. That's another. That's a head. <laughs> All right, girl. Love right. you. Thank you. I love you. See you next Tuesday. Get yourself some help. Thank you so much for spending your time with us. Rate and follow us if you like us. If you don't, please don't. And come visit us at www.theweneedhelppodcast.com. There you can find show notes, links for books. You can join Audible, which is, you know, how we actually read our books. (laughs) We listen to them and we have special exclusive content just for you. Also, feel free to subscribe to our Patreon account. That's where you can support us financially because we need it. And it can be anywhere from a dollar to $100 billion (laughs) a month, you know, whatever you can afford. (laughs) And uh, the link to our Patreon account is www.patreon and that's spelled P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash we need help podcast. And you can support, um, You can support us on there. We would really appreciate it because we do need help. Awesome. And we will see you next Tuesday. See you next Tuesday. Thanks, loves. Bye.